Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Welcome to the Monday show, but first I'd like to invite you to join me for three days of goal setting on the Mexican Riviera. Setting goals is one of the most important things you can do for yourself. If you don't have a crystal clear vision of where you're heading, you might end up someplace else. The first week of December is the perfect time to plan 2020. So you hit the ground running with purpose, clarity, and focus. Registration is now open, and early bird pricing is in effect for only another few weeks. This event will sell out. To find out more, go to victorjm.com events. That's victorjm.com events. On today's show, we're examining the difference between two prefixes. A prefix is the start of a word that modifies the meaning of a word. In the word antiseptic, anti is the prefix that changes the meaning of the word septic. In today's show, we're examining the prefixes inter and extra. These prefixes are used to create the word interpolate and the word extrapolate. Both involve predicting a point on a graph, but the math behind these two is quite different. When you take an existing set of data points and you lack data in the middle, you can use interpolation to determine where on the graph that data point might reside. It generally results in a pretty good prediction of the outcome. For example, if you know what your profit was at say 5% vacancy and a 10% vacancy, and you now have 8% vacancy, you can predict with a high degree of accuracy what the property performance will be at 8% vacancy. You've got good data on either side of 8% with which to predict what the result will be at 8%. Mathematically, interpolating is pretty safe. Extrapolating, on the other hand, is fraught with risks. Take the example of social media giant Tumblr. At the peak, they had more users than Instagram and Pinterest. In 2013, they were sold to Yahoo for $1.1 billion. Now, they were just sold this past week to the owners of WordPress.com for less than the price of a modest home in Silicon Valley. The problem isn't that Tumblr is only worth a couple of million dollars today. Tumblr was inherently ill-suited to advertising, and today Google and Facebook suck up 57% of all the digital ad spend. Back in 2013, social media advertising was not well understood, even though most financial analysts knew the path to revenue would be through advertising. Tumblr's billion-dollar-plus valuation was based on a forward-looking financial model of the kind of income it might be able to generate in the future. That meant the valuation was based on an extrapolation. It was based on another metric which didn't correlate directly to revenue. In those days, the number of users, or eyeballs, was the metric of choice. But you can't extrapolate eyeballs into dollars directly. Let's look at a real estate example. Investors in the city of Toronto have been dealing with increasing prices from 1997 up until 2017. 2018 was the first down year in 19 years. Even 2008 didn't see a decline in prices in Toronto. Prices increased 10% in 2015, 18% in 2016, and 13% in 2017. It would be reasonable to expect that prices would increase in 2018, but no, in fact, we saw a 4.5% decrease in prices in 2018. This is despite the fact the City of Toronto is adding about 35,000 units of new construction each year and experiences an influx of population of about 125,000 new residents. It's the second largest growing city in North America after the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Many investors in the Toronto market would purchase a new condo from a developer pre-construction, expecting that by the time the property is built, they can sell it for a 15-25% to profit. 
And the worst part is that strategy worked for many investors for a long period of time. But here's the problem. We don't control what the marketplace does. We cannot predict the future. About the only thing we can predict is deficit government spending and the need to print money to wallpaper over that deficit. But here, too, we can't predict this with great accuracy. For example, the U.S. government spent about a trillion dollars more than it collected in 2018, and so far in 2019, the federal government has spent about $800 billion more than it collected in just the first seven months of the year. Predicting the deficit involves extrapolating, not interpolating, and that's risky. Predicting prices in the city of Toronto next year also involves extrapolating. That's almost guaranteed to be inaccurate. But if you have condos in a building selling for, let's say, $450 a square foot, and your unit's of a different size, you can easily interpolate and calculate a fair selling price for your unit. But you can't assume that a rising tide is going to lift all boats. That's not within your control. It's predicting the future. Interpolation, on the other hand, is using past and present day information to calculate things in the present. Extrapolation involves predicting the future. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.